As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's right. eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Rob Bros. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by Shooter. Shooter, how are you tonight? Doing great, and I gotta say, you did a great job saying your own name. <laughs> I fucking knew that was going to come I, up. I knew that you were going to have issues, but you flew through that really nicely. I, I'm proud of you. Uh, I almost got stuck, too, because I didn't think about it until right when I said it. And as soon as I started saying it, I was like, fuck, I forgot I, I told everybody about yeah. this problem. You could probably do that with any word, though. Just, uh, like, mispronouncing it up front, just thinking too hard about it. Yeah, but not if, we don't have to do this again, but no, like, it's not if it's your own name. Let's get into the Bravo Let's stuff. Let's get into the Bravo stuff to save me for. the embarrassment. Um, we had an exciting week. Um in the Brav Bros world, in our little sunroom studio, we uh, actually have a really big announcement to make. I would like to let everybody know that we have been invited on to a very, very good, very well-known podcast called Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Um, if you have not listened to it, it's fantastic. He does a great job with the recaps. He does three shows a week. He does a live every week. Um He's always spilling like the best tea. The dudes, he's on fire. So um, he gave us an incredible opportunity to go on his show on June 27th. So if you don't listen to Zach Peter, hashtag no filter with Zach Peter, go on, listen now. And in a few weeks, you will be able to hear these two idiots on that show. Yeah. And I think the the clip that he saw that sold him was us doing our housewife intros. Yeah, the hat, the the tagline freestyle. Yeah. And hold on, because I'm going to let everybody know, when I thought of this idea, I ran it by not only you, but also Dev, my wife, and both of you were less than thrilled about it. You were not enthusiastic. You both gave me weird looks like, nah, yeah, no, that's funny. Like yeah, it worked simple, out really well. It worked out great. Better than we could have imagined, that's for sure. Way better than I ever thought at first, but I knew it was a good idea. I didn't know it would help us get onto like a real Bravo podcast. Well, I think that you didn't know that mine was going to be so good. No, that I it was, was going to sell our that, podcast. That's single handedly. No, I was blown away by <laughs> yours, like to the point where I didn't want to do mine. That's but, fine. It worked. Look, it worked. It got somebody else's attention, and we're on the up and up. Yeah. You guys, you guys that are listening to us now, you're the core listeners. You're the OG Brav Bros. Yeah, future Brav Bros will still be Brav we'll, Bros. We'll figure out a better name for you guys. Yeah, like no. the Brav Bro G's. Oh, uh, it's not bad. done. Not done. Bad. It's already done. There was also is an exciting. Uh, week in the Bravo world as a whole. We have a lot going on. There's a lot of, after what seemed to be a couple of like mellow weeks with other franchises and other shows, um, we didn't really get to talk about like side gossip as much. But this week we got some shit to talk about. And first and foremost, I want to pour one out, fake pour one out, or really pour one out if you have a drink in your hand for Katie and Schwartz. From Vanderpump. 
Now, Vanderpump is my OG. That is my, that's what I fell in love with to get into Bravo as a whole. Like, that was everything to me. Do you have your TomTom hat on right now? I do have a TomTom hat on right now. And we'll post this clip on so you can see. Yep, there it is. It's my TomTom trucker hat. True fan. Yeah, I am a true fan. When they announced TomTom the restaurant, Dev and I were watching and I saw this hat. And I was like, holy shit, like that hat is sick. Like, it's a legitimately decent hat. Yeah. But she actually got it for me. So I love this hat. But... Vanderpump, like, I know those characters. That's one that I feel like I can talk to anybody about. Yeah. And feel comfortable with it. Like, I was there from day one. This was mid-pandemic, and Dev was watching from the start. Because she, you know, we ran out of shows to watch, so she was, like, diving back in. She started all the way back at the beginning. So... It had to be like the third or fourth episode. I don't know. But I finally started to hear the shit that they were saying. And you're talking about like 20-somethings working at a restaurant together in fucking West Hollywood. Like all trying to be actors, all trying to model, whatever. So they're like the prime people to watch. Not to mention they are so fucking ridiculous, each and every one of them, that... I was transfixed by it, and I loved Schwartz. I was a big Schwartz guy, like through and through. I think he's a decent dude. I think like I could hang out with Schwartz and have. So are a good you really time. sad right now? No. Oh no! All right. I fucking hate Katie. Oh, so you're happy? This is like a joyful. No, I'm never. Look, I have a heart. I'm never joyful if a relationship doesn't work <laughs> out. Like, regardless. That's sad. Like, I don't want them to get divorced. No, of course not. But, uh, you know, I'm yeah. not, like, devastated. No. I'm more devastated that things have gone from watching these guys working at Sir all the way to now we're in, like, like real life. They're getting divorced. They're moving out of the house. Like, wow. it just... It makes me feel one old and two, like I've progressed with these people. Like I've watched this shit happen and yeah. like I it just felt so real that I didn't care for that part. That's fair. Yeah, it's like I I I I would rather watch them doing stupid shit at Sir than real life stuff. Yeah, for sure. But the next thing that we have to talk about that happened this week, and we can talk about it quickly because I don't think there's anything here, but there were multiple like crossover reports that there's going to be new shows here or there. I think the first one was Paige and Craig were talking about how there could be a spinoff series with them in the middle. And like, who the hell wants to watch that? I think they were going to call it Summer Charm or some bullshit. Is that official? I don't know. It's I, I could have made it up in my head because it's the dumbest thing I could possibly think of. And it makes sense for how I feel about Paige. But no, I, I no one's going to watch that, really. So who cares? They I shot wouldn't. it down, thankfully. Hopefully it was like they were trying to push it, and then everybody said no. Well, they claim that they didn't say that. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're... Both of them have come out either in comments on Instagram or... Um, yeah, I'm sure it's the same as Craig didn't hook up with Kristen Cavallari. <laughs> Probably. He says the... that he never did, but it's <laughs> bullshit. We know that. 
there was that one and then there were there were a couple other ones and it's just like uh, that combined with bravo kind of slipping out that there could be like three new housewife shows coming out yeah, like winnetka one of them no there was one that was uh uh scottsdale arizona the real housewives of scottsdale yeah i mean they already tried with salt lake city and like look i mean people might enjoy that show but it didn't really seem like a great idea they've got dubai coming out right now maybe just you know, let these kind of settle in before you just start rapid firing out all these cities that people are going to actually have to look up. Like, I have no idea where the hell that is. No, I completely agree. And I... The Real Housewives of Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland is like a D-list Philadelphia. Yeah. So, like, that... Speaking would... from a sports standpoint here... Oh, like... I just mean, like, have you seen the people from Cleveland? <laughs> Troglodytes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would I would one hundred percent watch a Real Housewives of Cleveland. I would watch a Real Housewives of Philly. I would watch a Real Housewives of Philly to find out where they go and where they frequent. But it, my point is, at some point, there's got to be too much content. Like they're already kind of like firing these shows out there. We've got a pretty decent lineup. Like yeah, all right. Monday night, I think Monday night we've got Atlanta, or maybe that's Sunday night. I'm not no, sure. It's Monday night. Monday night Atlanta. Tuesday night, I think, is going to end up being Southern Charm. Wednesday night, we've no had... Southern Charm's on Friday this year, which Friday is Friday night. It, Friday night, interesting choice, right? I don't know about that. Maybe it's not doing so well. I feel like Friday night time slots, like not, but what I feel it used like to be. that's what I, I always Southern Charm always seems to be up there on people's list. Yeah, so I feel like a Tuesday or like people stay in on Tuesday and Wednesday nights to watch. That's why Housewives are on Wednesday night. Is it like a pandemic schedule or are they like, did they figure something out? I have are no are idea. less people going out? I don't think so, but I might not know that. Maybe, maybe the people that really enjoy Southern Charm are getting a little older like ourselves. Oh, we enjoy fuck. a nice Friday night in. No, no, no. It's a long week of work, a lot of shit going on. Dude, if... Maybe I'm golfing at 7 a.m. Saturday morning. What am I going to do at 9 p.m. Friday night? I don't want to go out. I don't want to get banged up. I want to hang out, relax. Watch a little Southern Charm. Dude, if that's the fucking reason. Could be. But yeah, so th there was enough going on there with it. I just don't know if all this content's going to work out. Maybe they're just going to quietly push a couple shows aside, fill them in with others, and see what works. So I actually saw a, a Twitter feed that said, this is not like set in stone. This doesn't even appear to be a real thing. So I guess that they send like skeleton crews out to different friend groups. that mm -hmm. are like applying to be housewives. There's like a housewives casting call almost. And it's like, wow, they have some sort of test run where they go through the motions and like try to figure out if like this crew is going to be captivating yeah. or not. And whether or not they had, them in like Winnetka or fucking Scottsdale or whatever these fucking places are, mm. Cleveland. Um, that does not mean they're going to be on the show. Like, if that he said if that was the case, then like a hundred different housewives across the U.S. could claim that, oh, we were getting a Bravo show. Uh, that makes sense. Like, I, I like, never really thought about like what goes into like it. Obviously, they have to vet some of them now, like Beverly Hills, like OC, like to an extent. A lot of them are relatively well known. Yeah, they're gonna kind already. of come to you. So they, yeah, they'll come to you and be like, "All right, so you are friends with this person. What if we threw in like two or three others? Like, would you be cool with that? Or maybe a little drama here, whatever." That's probably how like the bigger shows started. But 
you know, you throw in like, I don't know, like I said, like Scottsdale or whoever. Yeah, I guess you kind of do have to send a crew out there and be like, let's see your friend group. What do you guys normally yeah. do? Is there enough here? You know, at some point, even if they're like running like as much as they possibly could, eventually it's going to run out and be like, all right, this isn't going to be a good show. And find the Erica Jane of Scottsdale. Yeah. Good luck. I don't think she exists anywhere but Beverly Hills. It's got to be actually a lot harder than we think. I'm sure it is. I'd like to be on that crew. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I'd be down. Absolutely. How do we apply? There's got to be a way. Bravo Careers. BravoCareers.com. And then we do a podcast about it. Monster keep our podcast. Oh, that's... Yeah, we keep our podcast, but then we also do that. It's our day job. Okay. No. Well, now we're doing two podcasts and a day job. Nope. Same podcast. Quitting our current jobs doing that. Oh, okay. All right. If, you know what? If they actually let us do that, then yeah, I'll fucking... I'll we'll bring a housewife show to Philly. We'll figure oh, it out. Oh, Jesus. We just jumped the gun. Yeah. So we're going... Hold on. Or at least Delco. Hold on, hold on. So we're going from making a podcast in my sunroom to becoming a skeleton crew for Bravo to go out and vet. Are we are we vetting them? Or are we just filming? Oh, we're vetting, vetting them. Yeah. Okay, so now we're vetting housewives, and I guess if we are the vetters, that can't be right. Nope. Fuck. Definitely not. Oh, whatever. If we're the vetters, then um, I guess we could, you know, kind of rig it that we would have housewives affiliate. I yeah. would be fucking down for that. I'd be like. The best housewives ever. Yo, get your fucking ass out of my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sally from Delco. So what do you guys have planned today? Well, we're going down to the birds <laughs> game. We're going to tailgate. It's 9 a.m. The game's not until 8 p.m. Yeah, what's your... Got to get a good spot. Got to get a good spot. Yeah, and, to and Tommy's making ribs. He uh, makes the best fucking you ribs. You haven't seen my fucking husband on the grill. No, but he's got to start at 6 a.m., so we got to get down there. <laughs> And then we're going down to shore afterwards. It's, it's pretty real. I mean, it, it would get very real very quick. So, Oh, I'm my in. God. Well, there'd be a fight every episode. Yeah. And another thing we have to touch on that happened this week is um, there's a bizarre scenario playing out between Kathy Hilton and Lisa Rinna. Oh, yeah. And this imaginary man apparently named Patrick Somers. Patrick Somers. S-O-M-E-R-S. It's just Somers. The Summers. It's got to be Patrick Summers. Yeah. But so the, the quick run through, um, Rinna made a claim that Kathy used a homophobic slur while they were on their girls trip in Aspen. Fast forward, a man named Patrick Summers comes out of the woodwork and says that he was paid by Kathy Hilton to stir up some drama between her and Rinna or something for I think it was for Rinna's storyline for no that was season. later so oh, but okay. this was f to draw attention away from what was said um by Kathy Hilton okay about her um her assistant but then Patrick Summers comes out and says that no this was a plan concocted by Rinna and I to stir up a storyline for Rinna and he even posts receipts, a, an alleged conversation on Instagram between those two. Hmm. He's got pictures of them going back and forth. Um, and then Rinna comes back with an Instagram post that says, 
I don't know who this man is. This is a lie. None of it's true. And asks Bravo detectives, who are allegedly the best in the business, are Bravo fans at getting the dirt, which I 100% believe that that is true. You add us to that list. Yeah, put us on that list. Um, we will be your detectives, Rena. Absolutely. We are enlisted. But um, she says it's not true, gets to the bottom of it, and... I did some more digging and somebody responded to her that said he was a fraud detective for like 16 years and looked into it and like tried to dig through this guy's shit a little bit, like his Instagram, like get to his sister's Instagram and like try to find a connection of like who Patrick Summers could be. And it was a dead end. Everything was a dead end. He couldn't find any relation to anybody. He found a fake Instagram that he had made for his sister, apparently, to prove that he had, like, a family. That turned out to be fake. So wow. according to multiple people via Rena's Instagram, mind you. So again, like, who knows? But this man didn't exist, so none of this shit is true. So is Kathy behind it? Is Rena behind it? Is Rena vying for a storyline? Is Kathy trying to clear her name? Because as of right now... Kathy doesn't have a very good reputation, and yeah, understandably no. so. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, there's one thing that we have to go back and discuss, and it was a big miss. And that's last episode. Erica Jane said something very off-putting. Yeah. She allegedly claims that... Oh, so, she, there was nothing alleged. She was claiming She's this. just flat out claiming yeah. Maybe I'm saying allegedly On camera. so we don't get sued. Well, like we're, just, I, we're just reporting what we saw. Yeah, we're just... And as Rinna said tonight, the Bravo fans are the best detectives around. So we're just doing our due diligence, peeps. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're doing. Rinna called upon us. Here we are. Yep. But she said that some of these victims, alleged victims may have gotten paid and then are claiming that they didn't get paid to get paid again. Yep. So, so she has been stressing for a year and a half now, two years that she can't talk about it all last, all last season. We just have questions. We just want to make sure we're cool. We just want to make sure you're okay. I can't talk about it. If I could say anything, I would say it all to you, whatever. She couldn't even talk about like, how Tom was doing at all. She couldn't comment on a thing, but this year she's allowed to say these people might be faking it. These people might, it might be fraud on their end. They might be claiming that they didn't get paid, but they did or that they weren't even part of it. And they're just like showing it. Like she was claiming some shit. Is that because it's now civil suits and she's not like, I think in, civil suits, they can use whatever information they can get their oh, hands no, on. Oh, no, I understand. But is she getting more liberal because she's not facing jail time? Maybe, yeah. Like, no, so now she's like, you know, the gloves are off. Like, I wonder how this. much, like, money she actually has that she can, like, make liquid to pay people, though. Like, in I these civil suits. If she loses not them all, much. she's going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Again. Uh, uh, no, I... I think that's a very real possibility. If they, if this stuff comes out to be true, then yeah, she's fucked. I mean, yeah. she's already living in a pool house. Now, if it's playing devil's advocate, if we flip it, we find out that people were claiming this, she can reverse Sue 
Oh my god. Then all god. of a sudden Erica Jane's back. Could you imagine if like that's how this shit turns out? That'd like, be wild. We go from like She's living in a pool house, renting yeah. a house every no, other let's week see, or so. Before that, like we go from her fighting this fucking crazy battle. Tom is pretty much turned into a total vegetable as yeah. a result of all of this. Like I know he was going that way, but this clearly accelerated things. Absolutely. And we come to find out that it was all a farce and they were actually 100% right. Well, like, I don't think we'll ever get 100%. I'm just saying there could be like a handful that maybe uh, Yeah, are. I guess I took it a little far. Yeah, but that, would, that even, would be nuts. No, but. My, my theory would be fucking insanity, but even your theory would be one of the craziest twists of it. That's like M. Night Shyamalan level. But that'll take us, I guess, into um, what we're all here for. Why you, why you all listen to us? It's not because of our, I've heard from multiple sources that we have great podcast voices. That's nice. Yeah. It's a good thing to hear, you know, that we're not sounding annoying. Yeah. Because anytime that you hear yourself talk or, well, you hear yourself talk in your own head, but you hear yourself talk on the phone or radio and you're like, who the hell's that? Yeah. No. And I have to cut these together. Yeah. I cut them together. I'm like, oh, well, that's not flattering. Steele has to listen to himself say his name. (sighs) Really bothers him. (laughs) Keeps him up at night. I fucking hate that this is going to be a thing now. I shouldn't have said anything. The only reason I even thought of that was like, oh, like this would be a quirky way to start the show. And I just sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but so we're diving into Dubai. Um, our new franchise, Rod. Um, and I thought it was kind of a slow episode, but I do appreciate getting to know the characters more. Like I do like kind of the fluff that goes into it. Like, I like seeing where they come from, trying to figure out who they actually are, you know? Like, we get some very different takes on different characters from scene to scene. And it's kind of like painting a picture of who we're going to expect this season. Yeah, it's tough because, like, we kind of gauge everything on a level of, was there drama? Was it fun? Who argued with who? Did they do anything cool or say anything ridiculous? And it's a lot to expect out of a show in its very second episode. Mm-hmm. We kind of had one of the characters who we just met last episode kind of pushing that narrative immediately. Uh, and it was entertaining. Kind of. She wasn't kind of pushing yeah. it. She's she's ready to fight. Maybe more so than any other housewife has ever done. Yeah, I mean, she's very blunt. Yeah, and it's and it's great, and it makes for great TV, but... We, she's like LeGarrette blunt. It's kind of tough to, like, you kind of have to get an idea of who these people are, maybe attach some feelings to them who your front runner is, who you support and then see them get into a fight. Like that's when it makes it fun. If you just sit here and you just watch random people that you don't really know that well fight, it's fun, but then it wears off and you're like, all right, this is enough. I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. So it's, it's better this way, even though, as you said, this was a little bit more of a slower episode, just kind of getting to learn everybody. Mm -hmm. So we start in Dubai. We're at mommy's lunch. Is it lunch? Yeah, it was lunch. That's when they're doing shots. Maybe an early dinner. I thought it was Mommy's Night Out. It ended up being Mommy's Night Out, which was interesting because oh. I learned that there was a One Oak in Dubai. Nope. A One Oak? It's like a club that oh. there's one in New York, there's one in LA. And one in Dubai. And there's one in Dubai. I'm well, sure there's probably one in London, I, Cleveland. Sure we can, yeah, One Oak, Cleveland. <laughs> that's, that's the highly clamored for. But yeah, we, uh, yeah, we start off with Lisa and uh, Caroline Brooks at lunch. Nothing really notable happening there except for uh, Brooks 
apparently doesn't process uh, Parmesan well, or no, rather cheddar. Cheddar, she doesn't par- but that was weird. Then Lisa both- says cheese is cheese. Yeah, cheese is not cheese. Cheese is definitely not cheese. No, there there's so many ends of the spectrum here. Like you got blue cheese versus like American. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it was it was a weird thing to say, but also just a weird moment. The two of them just kind of talking about. I, it not made a whole me uncomfortable. Lot. Yeah, I didn't like them picking through the cheese like that. No, I didn't really care for that. But it kind of takes you back to the episode of Beverly Hills when they were eating fries and the microphones were way right. too close. And it's like I don't like people eating. I want to hear the meat. No. I don't want to see the meat. Yep. Especially not like a tiny little piece of cheese off of a fork. No. It was just a weird situation. But yeah, it was mommy's mommy's lunch, mommy's night out. And then uh, that was pretty much it for them. Uh, we did get a little bit of a breakdown from uh, Nina's dinner last week that kind of exploded with Ion just kind of all over the place. With uh, Stanberry, Brooks, and Sarah all over at Stanberry's house. And she was talking about how her and uh, her toy boy, Serge... Dude, Serge needs to get the fuck out of the room. I'm so tired of him. Like he's attached to Stanberry by the hip. It's it's uncomfortable. Like I don't I don't want to watch him. Like he doesn't bring anything. I've seen him make three smoothies already. Oh my god, the smoothies, right? It's enough. I, give it a rest, guy. Like I'm sick of everything that he's doing is fucking annoying. And I think that I'm sure her friends feel the same way. They probably walk they in like, to... oh great, Serge is here. Well, it did occur to me. So they did have a discussion during this. I don't know if it was a lunch or like a breakfast or whatever. And they were just meeting. And I think they came over to meet the dogs. Sarah and uh, Lisa came over to meet the dogs. Or I think it was Sarah and Brooks came over to meet the dogs. And of course, the one dog's biting Sarah. Yeah, because nobody trains their dogs in these shows. It's crazy. And they were talking about expats. And that got me thinking the timeline of Stanberry. I wonder if she was going to be deported from Dubai after being divorced. Oh, because she's not a citizen of Dubai, so she probably had to marry somebody in is order Serge to stay. A citizen? I don't think he's from. I think Dubai. he's a citizen. Oh fuck! He might not be originally from there, but I think he's a citizen now. Oh, so you think that this, she was like getting her Dubai green card? Yep. Oh, interesting. Green card marriage. What does he get out of it? Uh, they, they have no emotional connection. No, none whatsoever. Like it's like watching two like a brother and sister hang out. Yeah. He gets uh, little dogs peeing in his bed, uh, awkward kisses. Yeah. And then he gets to hang out and, with a bunch of women at all times instead of... And unlimited... He probably is in it for unlimited smoothies. That's probably true. That's the deal. Sweetens the deal. Yeah. Uh, you get me my green card, my Dubai green card, and you get unlimited smoothies. smoothies. Yep. Yeah. I'm into yeah. that. Fuck Surge. Yeah. Uh, Ion and Nina went to lunch, and she was... She was offended a couple different times. Nina was talking about Thanksgiving and Ion was talking about how colonists have come through Africa multiple times and it's never been a good thing. Yeah. We're like, all right, yeah, that is like tracing back to the roots of Thanksgiving. Yeah, 100%. And it's a great call. Like, yeah, that's a weird thing to celebrate. Like, yeah, you're fucking right. You are absolutely right. I love it. crazy. Great holiday, great food, great great time with family. But yeah, when you really think about it, terrible tradition. Horrible. Yeah. Like, horrible really bad roots <laughs> and and she followed it up by nina at one point said use the use the phrase when she was talking about ion and stanberry kind of going back and forth at the dinner she said you really came in guns blazing mm-hmm. and ion got so upset at that she's like what you think because i'm somalian you can make a, a reference to guns just because there's a lot of guns in somalia and nina's like no i it's a phrase i didn't yeah, like actually phrase. mean anything by it 
If this was Crystal, she'd be like, words mean everything. Oh, no. She would be like, words mean everything. And then she would be like, oh, words don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I And then at the lunch, I mean, my favorite thing that was said, and it's one of my favorite lines I think I've heard in a Housewives show is, I'm Rihanna and you're mashed potatoes with no butter when it comes to her fashion sense, which is, that's so mean. Yeah. That's like such a good burn especially because we're talking about Thanksgiving. So like it's on topic, which is even better. Yeah. Whether but, she meant to do that or not. No, 100% by accident. Like was that was hilarious. a coincidence, but like in context and saying that about somebody, like when she watches that back, she's going to be devastated. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm mashed potatoes. And then she doubled down on watch what happens live. And said, like, yeah, no, she has no fashion. And not only that, but all of the audience has no fashion either. And I need to teach you. Like, she... Ion is, Ion is a real character. When she she was sitting at the table by herself before Nina got there, mm-hmm. she was just whispering to herself. And she's like, I look fucking hot. Yeah. Two things we need to comment on. One, when Ion and Sarah are talking, um, you know, they're kind of airing some stuff out about their past. And, like, they're having a really emotional heart to heart and um, about how they both started business young and like they're entrepreneurs and Sarah's like, yeah, you know, I used to get candy and then I would resell it to my brothers and sisters. Like Mm -hmm. that's how I got my start. And Ion's like, yeah, I totally get it. Like when I was 10, you know, my father left and my mom was not educated and I realized I had to start working. So I'd wake up at four 30 in the morning and cross a river to get her apples and pineapples and bananas and, Pretty much being like an adult at the age of 10 and like hiking across rivers in Africa to support her family. Yeah, a lot different than... Than selling candy bars to your siblings. And I'm not saying that Sarah didn't have some hardships in her upbringing. I don't know about it. But that was... That cracked me up just because Ion's like, oh, fuck. Like, that's a backstory. Like, that's some shit. Like, good for you. And then Sarah's selling candy bars and claiming whatever business she started when she's 15. And anytime I hear that, I'm just assuming that some teenager like sold some t-shirts or some stupid shit. Yeah. And that might be ignorant of me. And it might come out that she like started a software company at 15 and I'll eat my words. But until then I'm assuming she sold like her ceramics class work. And that was her business. Yeah. You're probably hitting the nail on the head with that one. Lisa had a uh, had her dinner, and and again, this is this is actually probably the last thing that we will touch on. Lisa had her Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, my and God. she decided. To, well, first she went to the grocery store, spent about thirteen hundred dollars on the grocery store. Interesting little fact about Dubai grocery stores: the pork is in a completely different section. You have to be a non-Muslim in order to even enter the section. And Lisa says, "This is this is my sanctuary. I love it here." And the first thing she does is. Like, say something to some guy from the staff, first name, he knows her, she knows him. Like, all right, you spent a shit ton of time here. That resonated with me. Oh, yeah. I could walk a lot of time to the grocery store. Yeah. Well, for sure. But I could also, like, if there was, like, an all pork section, like, fuck yeah. After dropping $1,300 And her son stealing about five cookies, five Oreos. crushing Oreos. While she was FaceTiming. He he crushed a sleeve. That was great. Love that. Fast forward from that. They get to the dinner, and Ion was moved by the support that she received. 
And in response to that, she brings her a fucking goat. Yep. Baby goat. Baby goat is her gift to her. Oh, and her gift to Sarah was onions. Onions. So this woman has gifted... Crazy spectrum of gifts. It's fucking banana land. Like, we're talking goat, onions. This is what I bring to your home. Ooh, maybe Ion gives everybody one gift to make like a stew. And then they all come together with their gifts and they make goat stew. <laughs> she gave I don't know. You might be onto something. You but can't deny that that might be a thing. Yeah. I, if you're making well, a list right now. Onion, goat. Those if are I just two saw main that things. list sitting on the ground, I'd think somebody's making a goat stew. Yeah. Or so a goat right. dish. Like a goat yeah. meal of some sort. So if the next one is a food product. We're, you're right on the money. Oh my God. If for whatever reason this could come true, like I would retire from housewives forever because I would be complete. Like that would be the greatest bit of all time from a housewife. Yeah. And then that's how she brings the group together. Everyone bring your gifts from me. We're making a fucking family. That would be awesome. And then they all just like kumbaya into the night and then credits roll. And then it just ends forever. Yeah. No more. No season no, two. No We're season done. two. That's it. <laughs> wow that's my dream that's something we'll we'll leave it at that for dubai i, I want that to we'll that let that uh be. we'll let that stew but <laughs> we'll move on to beverly hills and i'll say for once the first time all season thank god the episode didn't begin with Dorit. Thank the Lord. Whew. I, the, I saw Garcelle's face and I was like, what's going on? New house. Her sister. No Dorit to be found nope. anywhere. She didn't say a word about being afraid of the neighborhood or God, anything could trigger this woman at this but point. They didn't say the fucking word trigger. I know. It like, was great. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. It was and such get... a breath of fresh air. And I'm not saying that obviously in the episode... We still talk about it, but it didn't start the episode. No, so and we got to like hear happy. like a sweet story of Garcelle and like her hard work to get to where she is. Yep. Like we got a little insight into her and her sister's upbringing and like and setting up her sons so that they yeah. can have good memories. And, and it really, it gives you an idea of like what Dorit's all about, at least in her family, which is great. I mean, yeah. you love to see that. You mean Garcelle, but yeah. What did I say, Dorit? You said Dorit. Well, see, whoops. you can't get away from it, though. No, I'm trying. No, it's not your fault. The show has just like pounded us, pounded her into our heads. But um, after that, we actually are back with Dorit immediately. And she's with Erica. And the first thing she talks about is her hypnotherapy and um, how she's affected by everything still. And like, yep. so we're, uh, we had a little breath of fresh air and then immediately we're back to getting triggered but well at, at first you get to read walking in and she ordered what what did she order oh yeah she got that she got a glass of wine and um heavy pour and all i could think about was the the mega pint from the johnny depp amber heard trial so oh yeah i Pour wrote yourself my, a mega pint yeah i i wrote in my notes to read with the mega pint well and not to be outdone Erica gets herself some Arnie Palmy. Oh, yeah. She gets an Arnie, pa- Arnie Palmy alert. <laughs> Arnie Palmy alert. <laughs> once an Arnie Palmy. <laughs> yeah. What an interesting show. Like, it looks like a really nice place. Dorit gets Peter Grigio. Yeah. Erica, Arnold Palmer, Give please. Arnie Palmy. I get it. That's fine. It's a refreshing They drink. call it a John Daly when there's vodka in it, right? 
Oh, is that right? I think so. I, I mean, I think that makes the most sense to me. Yeah, Sh- certainly should. But or you, I mean, you could put any liquor in and call it John fucking Daly. That's true. Yeah. Um, but tall Budweiser. Yeah, tall cool Budweiser. But um, they're just they're chatting about. Um, we have a very real, very real thing this episode. Uh, Rena's mom passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just she hasn't passed away yet. They're talking about Lois and hospice and um, about the girls trip that's coming up um, as well. And that they're going to all go down to Mexico and Diana's flying them out on the PJ. Dorit says PJ. Oh yeah. Not private jet. Nope. Nope. It's a PJ. If you ever spend any time on a private jet, you call it a PJ. How do, how do you know that? It's just how many private jets have you been on? Don't ask, don't tell. Uh zero anyway <laughs> um one thing i thought was really interesting though with the pj is immediately after they say that the first thing erica says really good to have these friends like these kinds of friends like she she wants that diana d well and to finish that she said i can say that as somebody who no longer has those friends uh-huh. Uh-huh, so she's clamoring for somebody. Yeah, we saw this, the early work in the first two episodes. Erica mm-hmm. is trying to get into Diana's ass. But, to her credit, all of them are. Yeah, they are. They all kind of, like, let her talk. They let her do whatever the hell she wants, and they kiss up to her as much as possible. It's very it's... clear, like, she's Diana fucking Jenkins. Yeah. And everybody fucking knows it. Yeah. Somebody wants to be her be- her biffle. Yeah. But... I don't know. There's no front runner yet. But um, from there we go. We're with Kyle and Crystal for the most awkward lunch I've ever witnessed. Like, it was painful for me to watch it. But I'd seen stuff on Instagram all week, like, leading up to it about, like, them having that chat at lunch. And, again, we're talking about the dark conversation. And um, Kyle's just trying to get her to, like, understand like if you're going to make these claims you're going to say these words because words fucking matter crystal yep if you're going to make these implications that she said something horrible you have to say what they are you can't be passive aggressive and she refuses to continues to refuse to say what sutton said yeah she will not broach the topic and she even says like i will not repeat what she said well and that's what Kyle referred to as gaslighting, mm-hmm. to which Crystal said, you really have to be careful about saying that yeah. gaslighting. Like you are making the biggest deal about fucking words, but then turn around and use words that are meant to hurt and meant to create this stigma. And like it doesn't make any sense. No. Like she's so wrong and she contradicts herself constantly. It's Dude, brutal. She just wants to be relevant. She wants to like find a way to be important on the show because she's a fucking dud. Yeah, and she's terrible at it. Like she is. Like this was such a weird route to take, and like she's gone so sideways that I mean, we'll we'll get more into it as we get the episode. We don't need to get to all of it now, but it's just they. It's it's hard to watch it happen because like one, the show doesn't make any progress. We're not moving forward at all. Like, we're getting no resolve, no resolution. We're repeating the same conversations over and over again. So I'm like, like, I'm tired of hearing the conversation if we as an audience are not going to get this answer. Yeah, and they just, like you said, like, we're in different locations. We're going from 
Mexico to pretty much all over the map in California. Mm. And we're just still doing the same shit. Like whether it's Dorit dealing with her thing, crystal now taking spotlight with her made up bullshit. It's all over the place. Like every little place that we go to, like we see a new cool area. All right, let's get some more dynamic. Nope. Nope, Same thing. Same thing. We're going to new spots with the same shit, but from there we go to, um, Diana is going over to Kyle's house and she got lost for an hour and a half in Beverly Hills because she said that the car GPS is old. First of all, who uses a car GPS? When's the last time you typed an address? I don't think she drives herself ever. I think this is for the show. Like, I think that was, I think that was genuine. Like, I don't think that she's ever used her car's GPS. No, but my point is who the fuck use, like use your phone GPS. Yeah. But she probably doesn't know how to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Or apparently doesn't know how to do that. I don't know. If you get lost with your car GPS, you wouldn't immediately pull your phone out and be like, oh, let me waste right, this yep. shit real quick. Exactly. Like that. I don't was... think she ever has to. I think she's got people. Like when she travels, she has an entire team go out and prepare the room for her. Or maybe she got directly there and just claims that she got lost to keep up to like, oh, That's I don't even drive yeah. myself. Like, oh. First of all, Diana's. Gucci North Face was fucking sick. No, oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. It was I incredible. That. Um, but they're talking about. Uh, well, Kyle's dogs were on the loose again. Uh, by the way, no, but she locked. She at least put them in a different room. They were yeah with the food. Oh, she left them she with left the, the food, food there. I, can't. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. It gives me Bambi and River just running amok in the mud room. Just like train, train it. Just train your dogs. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, train the dog. Yeah. I don't want to do this every week. Like, they keep <laughs> putting this shit in my face. But um, Kyle's talking about Paris's wedding. You know, we get one more night in Paris. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess Farah, Kyle's daughter, got engaged. Yeah. And then I thought it was a weird move that she's like, yeah, you know, she went to the wedding, but she didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I was like, oh, good. That's cool. Good for her. Then she's like, so she turned her ring upside down. Yeah, so she just has a huge rock on the inside of her palm. Like, like, like don't that that goes back to a Vanderpump scenario in which um, Sheena Shea gets engaged to Brock and didn't want to make a thing of it because it was James's um, engagement party. Mm -hmm. But she shows Lisa Vanderpump the engagement ring is like in her backpack. And then, like, causes this whole scene and then, like, actually wore the ring with it flipped down the same way. And I was like, that's not... If you don't want to make a thing about it, don't wear the ring. Just don't wear it. Don't it's wear not like ring. a... It's not a wedding ring where no. you're not supposed to take it off or, like, it really... Yeah, it means something. But, like, if you just got it that day or you got it the day before, like, put it back in the case. Yeah. And just go out. I get you want to wear it. I get you excited. It's actually more dangerous to wear it inside because, what, you're yeah, going to grab something right, mistakenly and boop. Yeah, you, you lost a diamond. Yep, you idiots. know what I mean? Like, just take the day. I know you're excited, but you can wait a day. Well, it was funny because I, I knew, like, when I saw it, I noted it. And I knew at the same time, I was like, I know Steele's also going to notice this. And be like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. And like, I, it's just the way that I feel like most people are going to be like, that's stupid. Yeah. Like, take your fucking ring off. Like, it's not that big a deal. But we're moving on from there. We got, we got Sutton back. Sutton and Garcelle, I'm actually, I'm not a Sutton fan, but I do get excited when she's on the screen because I hope that we're going to get some, some kind of insight into what this fucking dark conversation is, yeah. what, what has taken over our lives. And we did get weeks. like, 
at least a snippet of information with and before we even talk about that, we have to talk about the way that she got the drink. Oh, don't. I didn't want to because it's uh, just I, like, this is what makes me hate her. Well, it was funny because like, all right, so two weeks ago, Diana described Sutton to a T. I think you're clumsy, blah, blah, blah. But I think, you know, you're working on yourself. And you're, you mean it. If this wasn't like the clumsiest scene, it made no sense. Her using the chopsticks. She was so excited. She broke the chopsticks apart. And I'm like, what well, is she like gonna be a master chopstick person? No. No, she's, she's not. using it for leverage to take her ice out of the one cup to then put into her kettle one she orders with her grapefruit uh, juice, which I had no issue with the order. I think that actually sounds great. But the The presentation of the order was fucking insane. Yeah, like, it just didn't make really the make drink. It. Why why on earth would you get Well, because you want to add it in a little at a time. No, no. Make sure you get the right thing. If balance. you're at dinner. If you're sitting at a, if you're at the bar, fine. If you're sitting at a table, like just get a drink, get a drink. Don't yeah. get in principle. I agree with you, but I have no issues with that. It's really just the, the crossing of the straw with the chopsticks, trying to get the blocks of ice from here. Well, a to She's D, dropping was, shit everywhere. And then she it just, was bad. Then she just leaves the chopstick and the straw in the drink. Yeah. Well, like just sticking out on the side. It's just clunky it's clumsy it's just sutton to like fucking sutton gonna sutton but they start talking about something that she said last week was i don't know if it's something that would change our dynamic because i think garcelle really likes sutton and like has a soft spot for her so i think she's it's probably like 50 50 60 percent her trying to help sutton because sutton's not saying anything sutton's like i just want to move forward i just want to move forward so part of it is I need to help you because you're not going to help yourself. Yeah. Like even if Sutton knows that she didn't say anything, I think she's still going to like dig her feet in the sand and be like, I didn't, I, I just want to move forward. I don't no, want to talk about this. The anymore. kind of thing that like you have to clear up yeah, or else people will fill in the blanks themselves. And I also think that's why Sutton was targeted by crystal because mm-hmm. crystal can make up some shit or maybe just exaggerate something that she said. Well, and people are going to be like, one, I could see Sutton saying that because she says dumb shit all the time. Two, Sutton's not really going to defend herself. She's just going to say, I'm mad, I'm upset, but she's not going to be like, Crystal, what the fuck? Well, and three, she has some basis for it because they had an uncomfortable conversation. Yep. So now she has a way to kind of use that yeah. to you know, point the finger. Like, manipulate um, the situation yeah, to like make more Crystal... More was said, more was said. And then yeah. we get to what Sutton believes was said that might have been the issue. And she was talking about pretty much like a multicultural hot tub. Like everybody, it was all races welcome in the hot tub. And was it a weird thing to say? Sure. It was, it was, I understand what she was saying and no, I didn't think it was problematic. I thought that the way she said it was kind of weird. Yeah. And, and we didn't get like, a ton of context with no. how it was brought up. Like one, I could certainly see Sutton just bringing it up out of the blue, which mm. maybe makes Crystal uncomfortable. Fully get that. Yeah. Two, it could have been in the middle of a conversation about this. Like right. we know that the night before Crystal said, Crystal set up Sutton and said, Oh, I know that you're going to be that girl. So like, I think it's, it's probably contextually. It makes a lot of sense that she would be talking about this. Again, I, I like you. I didn't have an issue with what she said. Garcelle no. didn't have an issue with what she said. No, Garcelle's. We like, know that it's a little weird. It's yeah. definitely some odd phrasing and a weird story. And maybe the story didn't even fucking happen. 
She just wants to say, right. you know, so, I have no mm-hmm. problems with other races. Yeah. I'm not racist. Which, yeah, I mean, that's the, the sole purpose of all of it is to exonerate her from being labeled a racist. Yeah. And Erica just flat out says that at the table. Like, when they get to that dinner. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that they kind of they backed Sutton into a corner, forced her to say what she thinks could have been said, which is a shitty position to be in. Because if you're sitting there and you're like, I didn't say anything i have no yeah. idea and they're like what do you think it could be and you're like no idea yeah maybe this i don't know and like, it was odd because and it was kind of funny because you see sutton actually saying it to crystal in the flashback and then her saying it to garcelle it was like it was spotless. verbatim it was verbatim exactly. which makes which means me that think, she's told this story a lot yeah this is not the first time yeah. that she's used this story in an but uncomfortable situation nothing wrong with the story weird but not racist and nobody cares but it is just crystal you know I mean, she's overly sensitive and yeah and like she and says, she's playing it up for her own benefit she says the word trigger every franchise on housewives right now use the word triggered like a hundred times an episode yeah like dubai does it housewife or beverly hills does it but let's let's keep this train moving um we have a sweet tribute. Um, we find out that Lois has actually passed. Rena's mom has passed. And um, it's just a sweet little tribute to her. Some cutscenes with her. Rena talking about it. It was really nice. Um, then we get to the girls' trip. And ladies are going to Mexico um, on the PJ. On so the PJ. they meet at the airport. And I have to ask, how much do you think Diana paid like, how much were those clothes that made her look borderline homeless? Like, she she looked, she was wearing a gigantic button-down, mm-hmm. like, baggy-ass sweatpants and, like, a hat and some shades. Easily over 50 grand. Yeah, probably. Like, to look We're not like, even throwing in, like, jewelry or anything. No, it's, no, no, no. Like, that's separate entirely. It's, it's like the, uh, like, Kanye doing the whole Yeezy line. Like, it just, you, high fashion sometimes, it just looks homeless. Like Balenciaga. Yeah. And it's just like overly large sweatpants. Yeah. And I just And that's I, the look she was going for. But maybe when I look at that, honestly, you you brought up you said that she looked homeless. I thought she looked incredibly comfortable. No, she looked super comfy. And that's and a I way mean, to ride. You get in the PJ with some PJs? Oh Ooh, yeah. We're feeling it. Fuck, you did it. <laughs> PJ and the PJs. And they probably cost more than my house. Yeah. We get the rundown of where they're staying, uh, Diana's team. We highlight them again. They're out there doing their thing, getting her all set up. Oh, yeah. Um, Complaining that the closet wasn't long enough. The closet is not tall Which enough. Which is actually kind of a bitch because... Oh, why? Think about it. If it's a really nice resort, especially somewhere in Mexico, women are going to be wearing long dresses. Okay. All right. Fair. And I guess this and would that, be a resort where you would assume... Yeah, that dress was hanging like there's a good foot on the ground. And then she asks if they can make this uh, closet taller. Yeah. And she was probably 50% serious. Like, can you make it taller? Ha ha, but like, make yeah. it taller. Can you, can you take this pole out and put <laughs> it a little like, higher? Ha-ha, like, fucking make it taller, yeah, man. Do it. Like, you got 10 minutes. She'll be here in 20. Like, make it fucking taller. But <laughs> they get split up into vans, and there's a very awkward van. Um, we've got Erica, Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal. 
And it actually, they broke up the awkwardness with a really funny cut scene of, I bet Dorit speaking Spanish. Yep. And it cuts to Dorit speaking Spanish and it cuts back to something being like, I bet they're answering in English. And it cuts back to Quanto tiempo? Like how long? 20 minutes. English. Yeah. It's like, perfect. It's, it's 20 fucking minutes, lady. Like sit down. This it, is my 15th trip to the airport today. Like stop it. I can't do this anymore. It I, is always funny when those things happen because like, all of us going into, we were like, all right, so who's in that car? Because the car rides, the split up for the car rides when they're going places is always key. Yeah, you get the preamble. And it's funny because, like, all of us are like, oh, man, that's awkward. Like, Erica, Sutton, like, where the hell is Sutton going to sit? Mm-hmm. Next to Crystal, who's spewing bullshit about her. Next to Erica, who hates her. Mm-hmm. Probably next to Garcelle. And then you get in there and you're like, they're all going to sit together. And they're having, like, fun talking yeah. and making fun of the other girls. Yep. Which is great because... They were the other girls were making fun of them, calling them the awkward car. So it is nice, like every once in a while, you get a little surprised. Yeah, and it's it's a nice wrinkle to throw in there. And you don't. It just goes to show you, it doesn't matter how you pair them up; they will go against the other ones. Absolutely, it doesn't matter. You, you can team, team them up, up, and they will rip the other ones apart. Yep, it doesn't matter. But then they get to dinner. Um, after they get to the resort, Diana's room is fine, thank the Lord. Um, they get to dinner and. Dorit is Fucking 10 minutes late. And that's Which was, is nor, part for the course, though. Dorit is always late. I have no issue with the tardiness. The first thing that she says when she sits down is that her suite, her suite is on the ground floor, and she could hear people outside of her room, and that was... Triggering. Thank you very much. That was triggering. And again, I'll say this every episode... I'm not trying to take away from what happened, but we know that it happened. We would probably sympathize more if it was less in our face. Like, let's get into the other storylines. Yep. Like, stop going to new places. Look, ahead of time, Dorit expects things to be perfect. Like, yeah, like going we... to Sutton's store. There's paparazzi there. Oh my God, it's so selfish of Sutton not to tell me that there's paparazzi here. They're going to ask me questions. Then she goes to Mexico. She doesn't think, if she's thinking of these things internally, she doesn't think to call ahead and be like, hey, do you mind if right. I get a, a more of a private suite? Or right. maybe reach out to Rena or Erica or whoever, maybe somebody that you're close to and say, what do you, what do you say? Do you want to get like a big two bedroom suite? So that you're not alone. Like, At put yourself least. in a better position if you're doing this and you're getting through this therapy. Like, yeah. they're giving you the tools to be better and figure it out. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah, and like... At the very least, call one of the other women in that moment. Be like, hey, my suite is on the ground level. It, I'm really uncomfortable with it. Can we switch rooms? Yep. Or like... At the very least, try that. And then it can be another storyline about how Erica wouldn't switch rooms with Dorit. Now they hate each other. Like, It's crazy to think that those are more plausible situations than Dorit just, you know, not talking about it. Like, no. hey, you had an issue with people walking around outside of your room making noise and it triggered you. Why is it other people's responsibilities? Oh, it's it's to it's always make other sure people's. that everything is like in line for what she's going through. Yeah. Like I'm But not she's never it. just gonna keep it to herself and be like, No, yeah, sorry I was late. Done. Yeah. It and they'll be like, Whatever, Dorit, you're always late. Done. Yeah. Over with whatever. Has to be a reason. And the reason is yep the same shit that it's been for the last six weeks. So it's, it's, I'm okay with it being as minimal as it is now. 
I want it to go away entirely. It annoys me, but I think you know, we're I think we're almost there. Hopefully. I think I I think so too. And hopefully because she's getting through it and she comes out of it and she's okay. But like just taking it center stage every week is is getting hard to watch. Yeah. But um they order their dinner and I have to comment and it broke my heart. Lisa Serena gets a fucking fillet well done. I didn't even notice that. Oh, dude. I was like, come on. Oh, man. Like, yeah. It's like a hockey puck. I know. Like, who eats a steak well done? Like, at at the most. Even a filet. I know, right? Like, you need a, at most, medium. I did, one of the ordering things that I noticed, and maybe that's why I didn't notice Rena doing that, Garcelle getting tequila and then also getting a Corona. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah, great move. Especially in Mexico. Big move in Mexico. Yeah, love that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm on board for that. But um, after they order filet well done, um, we <laughs> get to why we're all still watching the show, and that is to figure out what the fuck was said. And they get into the dark conversation, and they start like... Well, it starts with Rinna saying... Did I miss oh, yeah. anything? Did I miss anything? And, and everybody awkward just silence, awkward, awkward silence, awkward silence. And Sutton was like, "Well, I was busy all week. I was busy all week, but like she's kind of trying to be like, yeah, let, let's go. Yeah, I'm let's move it along." And then we, we get which, into which it. Rinna definitely knew something happened. Somebody told her, "Bring it up, and we'll kind of do this." Or like she knew she was looking, she was fishing. No. And then Crystal says, and like it was so insulting and so stupid. Words are a Rorschach. Oh my God. And for those of you that don't know what a Rorschach is, it's those ink blot tests that like when you go to a psychiatrist, they like show up that ink card and what do you see? Like that's a Rorschach test. Words are a Rorschach. Oh, sorry. I know these are big words. Like you're sitting at a table at the very least, like these women are educated. She's fucking obsessed with words. Yeah. And it's dude. so weird. It's the, it's so strange. Like that's, that's going to be your pull. Also Rorschach, not a word. It's a name. Yeah. It's a scientist who developed it. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Well, can it still be a word now? Cause it's a Rorschach test. Well, all well, names we are words. That. We don't yeah, have to whatever. do that. But, um, but like to even say that sentence is ridiculous like words are a rorschach no they're fucking not and you claim that they're not previously and now you're backpedaling like saying that words have different meanings to different people like that's what saying a word is a rorschach is it's saying that words mean different things to different people and it's like no no like when you say problematic when you say dark you know what you're implying you know what like kind of picture you're trying to paint and it's it's hard for me to like sit there and just watch this shit and not get to the the resolution. And that's when we finally get they finally say it out in the open, like this was the conversation. Like this is what happened. It was about a hot tub and like Sutton said this and like she pretty much confirms that like, yeah, that was it. Because she responds, she was surprised that Garcelle wasn't offended yeah, by it. Like that's not problematic to you, and it's like okay, so that's confirmation. Like that's what you had a problem. She's with? like, it, it's so weird because like Crystal seems sometimes she seems like super prepared for what's going to happen, and she has an answer for everything. And then other times she gets blindsided and she's like all over the place, and she just kind of falls back on her normal, which in this case was 
you're denying my experience. Oh my god, denying my experience. And Stop I, denying it's the my same experience. Bullshit is like you're uh, illegitimizing, illegitimizing my feelings. Yeah, and it's like come on, you're like bulldozing my feelings. Or god, like, she's like she's insufferable at this point. And I, I look as bad as she is. This has been the storyline for the last couple of weeks. It's kind of a breath of fresh air from other things. She is, is solidifying. Not a of, no, I no. think she's solidifying herself as a housewife moving forward. Maybe not like a main one, but at least she's not as close on the outskirts as possible. I disagree, and I, I, I firmly disagree. And I read something that said, like producers went to her and said before the season, like you got to bring it. Like you didn't do much last year. Like we need you to like bring the heat this year. And I think that she was like, okay, I'm going to bring the fucking heat. And I think that she's missing it. I think she's missing it. And I think it's obvious. And I don't think it's sustainable. I saw her on watch what happens live afterwards. She's a dud. She's a dud. She's not even fun on that. Like she's not exciting to watch. She's not funny. She doesn't make good jokes. She doesn't really make jokes. Like she just answers the question. Like, directly like andy asks the question she answers it in like one word it's like okay like haha and she's sitting next to ion who's fucking electric who's saying all the right things oh she's great like which makes her look even worse like she's digging a hole i don't think she comes out of this well i think she's on this show for maybe one more year i think she will um obviously time will tell the best thing that I heard was Diana, who is so good at taking digs without taking direct digs at people. She almost takes digs at herself, but she's just shitting on somebody in the room. Yep. She goes, in my 30s, I was so fucking naive. Crystal's 38, like direct hit. Like oh, yeah. smoked her, but self-deprecating. So scot-free plus the Diana Jenkins effect. No one's going to call her out. They're going to let it fly. Like, well, I, it looks like, at least with Diana, we'll get a little bit more maybe next week or the week after. Yeah, she's starting to heat said, up. In those. She's starting off with my girl. Yeah, I know. I think is. Sutton, I, like as much as she is and like how great she is in this show without even knowing it, she is like, I don't want to say be too mean about this, but... She's too mean to back down or too mean. She's too dumb to back down. Yeah. Like she doesn't realize what she's saying. She steps on her own foot so much. And I think when she gets involved with Diana, I don't think she's going to back down to Diana because Diana's Diana. Oh, I don't think so either. I think she's just going to keep fucking rambling and keep saying shit over and over. And Diana's going to be like, what are you? I think she would go toe to toe with Diana just because she doesn't realize who she's going toe to toe with. She doesn't care. Yeah. No, she really doesn't care. But that takes us back to finish up the episode Sutton's now fucking livid like she finally which got is good to, the to point. see she yeah, finally hit her she boiling finally point is which like, is no, fair she even says I'm fucking pissed yeah like she's done and she starts going in and she starts calling out Crystal that she's heard from multiple sources in Hollywood in Beverly Hills that Crystal lies about people she was warned about her that she would find or no, then it goes to Rinna. Sorry. And Rinna says, yeah, you know, I heard about this too, but like, I didn't want to say anything, but like I was warned that she will find like the most powerful person in the group, become their best friend and shit on all the other ones and lie about the other ones to get closest to the main, like the HBIC of the crew. Yep. Which was, it's, I mean, essentially what Sutton was doing was fighting fire with fire with 
Crystal making up things, and then it kind of seems like for a second you're like, ah, oh, Sutton, you're baby, what are you doing? Thing. What but are you doing? Rinna... And then Rinna over the top. While she didn't do it at the dinner because no, Rinna's not like no, that she, now. That's not true. She mentioned something at the dinner. She just didn't get into it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, she made like a little like, yeah, I heard something. And the, but then it goes to the cutscene. But that also goes to my theory last week. Like, Rinna will jump in on stuff. Mm-hmm. Rinna will take the bait and be like, oh, yeah, I know that. Yep. Like, she'll slide in. We just, I just want to see a little. I mean, all right, fair enough. Like, her mom did just pass. I want to see like a little more action. Like, it would have been good if Rinna had jumped out right then and there and said, I agree. I heard the same thing. I agree. Boom. But, but that what, would have been great because then Sutton would have been like, who the fuck? Like, right. Somebody agreeing with me? But what I thought was a, what I thought was a great moment was Erica goes on Sutton's defense. That was interesting. Well, at first she didn't though. She did no. say assassinating my character mm-hmm. is very similar Garcelle shut that shit down and said, "You that is not the same and you know it. Different scenario. Erica d- agreed, backed off, then came to backed Sutton's defense. Sutton. And that was really interesting, especially, I mean, that kind of ties up the whole episode, but that leads into the cutscene from next week. Now she's talking to Crystal, saying, she called you a liar, honey. Like, she called you a liar, She's playing both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. and now I'm intrigued. Now we have it might be the same topic that started all of it, but it's a different approach. Now we've got teams. Yep. Now we've got a Benedict Arnold in the crew that's going back and forth playing both sides. Like this is fucking fun. I'm here for that kind of shit. So I'm really pumped to see what happens next. And then we also get a clip of Diana. She's starting to talk some shit. She's starting to like heat up a little bit. So I think we're about to see one. We're going to see like a clear distinction of who's against who, and not like obviously you know Crystal versus Sutton, like and all of that. Well, it is it, with Crystal and Sutton. She's still like <laughs> Sutton is still maintaining that her and Crystal are good friends. Like she said at one point, yeah. she said, "I love you as much as I hate you." Yeah, I love you as much as I hate you, which is. Very confusing. Yeah, but clearly, like, she still has she, friendly feelings. She still feels like she broke through last year, and she's like, we're still friends. So it's going to be interesting to see if she still tries to maintain that, or if she just says, fuck it, I don't care. But I think she's still going to try to maintain it, because in that group, she's got Garcelle, Sutton has Garcelle. Yep. She needs to kind of compile numbers a little bit, just to at least have somebody to have her back. Or at least, you know, just don't step on as many toes. do have we got a couple questions okay we got a couple questions we didn't get a ton of questions but we did get a couple so one question here from kate kate repeat question question number two from kate okay it was the uh boink mary kill andrea um that was a classic uh kyle and carl yeah but um did you watch real housewives ultimate girls trip and will you cover Ultimate Girls Trip X Wives Club season two. We could get into that. I, I watched. Um, did you watch the first? I didn't watch I think the I first. I watched season. one episode. I think I would have liked it. I just, I, I didn't dive into it. Maybe I should. We might. I think we might. Yeah, we could always just do like a viewing party. Yeah, I think. Just go back and watch things on demand. I'd be down to watch that. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Call Grant. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. 
Which housewife from the Beverly Hills cast would you pick to back you in a street fight? Oh, hell yeah. That's a good one. We got to lay some... I, I, Ooh. Let me think about this, because the way that I think about this is street fight. Who's going to be most likely to have like a switchblade on them? Just a little uh, let's say no weapons. No weapons. No weapons. Beverly yeah. Hills only. No rules, but no weapons. Okay. Curb stomp. All right. I'm thinking probably Erica. Oh, nope. No? No. No, I think she's all bark, no bite. I think that she talks a big game, but I think that she would get did checked. You, but did you see that purse she had tonight? I think it was like oh, a fucking yeah. mace. Well, we, we did say no weapons. Yeah, no weapons. What about purses? Mm. Weapons can be used as purposes. She already said that she's going to bash somebody's head. If there's a it. draw and there's sudden death, they can use purses. That's fair. Uh, I'm sticking Dorit with Erica. can't because all of hers are gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going with... So my housewife will fight your housewife. So... Hmm. I think I take Rinna. Okay. Yeah. I like I like Rinna's chances. I could see her as like a grab you by the hair, not let and you go. Yeah, and just, just yeah. feisty. I think she'd kick the shit out of Erica. That'd be a good fight. Like that would be a that. good fight. Yeah. Bring back a celebrity death match. Rough and rowdy. Hey. Rinna versus Erica. It's never out of the question. Wow. If Erica needs money after these civil oh, lawsuits. Oh, fuck, maybe. Yo, that, we might be onto something. <laughs> reach out to Corey at Barstool and see if... We can get them into rough and rowdy. <laughs> then we got to reach out to their publicists. That's this it. This was the Brav Bros episode number five. Thanks for tuning in and listening to these two idiots talk for over an hour. We appreciate you all. Don't forget to follow us at Brav underscore bros on Instagram. Um, we also have a Twitter at Brav Bros. And make sure that you keep it on your calendar Listen to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter on June 27th. We're really fucking excited about it. It's pretty crazy. We've been doing this for a month. Yeah, a little over. And we are going on an actual like real podcast. So be great. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I can't even tell you how excited. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. But um, thank you guys for listening. Brav bros are out. We're out of here. See you next week. Bye.